Good afternoon to my listening audience floating around in space, the stratosphere, the internet, the World Wide Web, whatever you want to call it. However you're listening to me now, whether it be through an app or an online format, through your PC, on your phone, whatever. This is another amazing episode of Paranormally Speaking. I'm your host, Neil Parks. I'm going to start this episode off a bit differently. I've received a I always receive messages, but I don't normally share all of the texts, emails, uh, instant messages, comments that I receive so often. Uh, One of which I want to start off with is the fact that we are in the midst of the season of Lent. If you're not familiar with the Lenten season, no, it is not referring to Lent in your dryer or in your belly button. This is the season of Lent for Christians who believe in Jesus Christ and honor the season between Ash Wednesday and Easter. Uh, I happen to be one of them, one of those dirty, pesky Christians. Not every not every Christian is an asshole, and I, I can testify to that. My As far as my family and I, we're open and accepting and tolerant and kind and empathetic people who who uh, jot this down, support a person's right to be gay if they want and get married if they are gay if they want or adopt a child if they're gay and they want to do so. Hell, even adopt a pet. Why not? You're a living human being. You make choices. We are all creatures of free will. And to stifle that free will not only is uh, desecration of a nation that is built on freedom, but also how God designed us to be creatures of free will. He gives us a guidebook, that being the Bible. And if you choose to believe in it, then you're a believer. If you choose not to believe in it, that's your choice. You have that right. And there are a lot of Christians who, unfortunately, use their own personal opinion or idea, concept, interpretation of what Scripture says. And attempt to dictate and rule from that angle. You cannot rule a nation from religious text. When you try to control the people within a nation or rule a nation through religious text or your interpretation of what the written word, whether that be the Bible or whatever religion you are, and impose those views or your interpretation of law into a modern civilized society, that becomes fascism. That's when you're taking your faith in religion and turning it into fanaticism. That makes you no different than radical Islam or people like the Church of Scientology who rely on science fiction novels to form their religion and bully and sequester and and push and prod and spy on their own members and people who speak out against them. <clears throat> you, as a Christian, you cannot, you cannot impose your views, your idea of what is right and wrong onto a non-believer. In fact, Christ commands us to not do that. He tells us to be fishers of men, to go out and seek and save the lost. Yes. 
But if you're a good human being, doing the right thing, not murdering, not stealing, not stealing another, taking another man's wife by committing adultery or a woman taking another woman's husband, vice versa. Basic Ten Commandments are like the basic laws of life in a fully functioning society. And if you're breaking those common logic laws, then you're kind of a dick and you are breaking the law, the law that is universally known as the concept between right and wrong. Now, the reason I bring this up is because I observe Lent and I'm not Catholic because Lent is notorious, notoriously known or stereotypically known as being a Catholic thing. And Catholics aren't bad people. In fact, Catholicism is the first church people. Yes, I know. I've, I've said it out loud. The tree of Christianity started with Catholicism in the old world and branched out like a tree does with branches into different splinter divisions known as denominations like Baptists, Methodists, Presbyterian, Lutheran, Apostolic, Episcopalian, yada, yada, yada. Then there's non-denominational. Church of Christ, Church of God, Church of Nazarene, Church of Christ, non-instrumental. Then you've got your white church, your black church. It just goes on and on. But it's all from the same freaking tree that started with the first church, Catholicism. So I observe Lent as a non-Catholic, which were known as Protestants. But all in all, it's the same Jesus, same cross, potato, potato. And I've been sharing my idea of what the theme is for the day on my Facebook pages for my podcast, on the Facebook pages for the paranormal research that I do individually as far as what I write about and research, and for my team Facebook page for Parks Paranormal. And I've had a lot of comments like, why are you shoving your religion down my throat? Or uh, you believe in the invisible man in the sky? That's all good and fun. I post those observations, not as a means to try and force anyone to believe what I believe. It's just a way of me sharing what means to me, what that means to me personally. And, you know, Jesus and I... Jesus is cool. A lot of other Christians are just assholes. And organized religion as a whole has become completely corrupt and bureaucratic. But I am a Christian solely because of what Jesus taught, his life, his death, his burial, his resurrection. There is nothing more paranormal or supernatural than Jesus Christ. And I am a believer that works for me may not work for you, and that's fine. I will still break bread with you. I will still have a beer with you, sit back and talk with you about anything. Star Wars, X-Files, the paranormal, Stranger Things, playing billiards, arcades, uh, going ziplining, whatever. We are all human beings, and we're stuck on this forsaken planet. But the thing that really bothers me most right now when I'm talking about interpretation and how people on both sides, this isn't just a conservative thing. This I'm talking to pseudo-liberals as well. 
I'm a moderate myself, but on both sides, the far right or the alt-right, and the pseudo-liberals are bordering on wackadoo territory as well. When you go, you get to the point on one side where you get triggered because someone misgenders a goldfish. Or you get triggered in general and you find everything offensive. I find that joke offensive. I find that um, television program offensive. I find the fact that that actor 25 years ago did a skit in blackface. I find that offensive. Let's cancel him. The cancel culture has become a cancer. It has gotten out of control. And it is just as much the fault on the far left as it is on the far right. Because you got the far right going completely berserk and these elected officials sticking their thumbs up their ass and going after everything from people who are cross-dressers that are taking time out of their day and performing community service to read children's books to freaking kids. I don't see the ministers or evangelical outreach organizations going into a public setting and reading a non-religious book to a group of kids mixed with religious or non-religious, it doesn't matter. These people are performing community service by doing this. The people that I'm referring to as cross-dressers. It's an art form. Freaking Shakespeare had men dress as women because legally at that time, women were not allowed to perform on stage. Mainly because of the religious rule at that time where women had to take a back seat to everything and be submissive to the man. So in order for the church to allow public presentations through what Shakespeare was writing on the stage, he had to have men dress as women. That was cool then. Everybody had a laugh when Milton Berle in the 1950s and 60s was dressed as a woman in drag. Let's talk about... um, White Christmas, the scene where the two main protagonists are dressed as women and singing the song Sister. She wore the dress while I stayed home. Everybody had a good laugh about that. Everybody had a good time. Tootsie, the movie Tootsie. Let's talk about the TV show Bosom Buddies. Tom Hanks, dressed as a woman. The show lasted for like three seasons. Everyone had a laugh. Robin Williams was Mrs. Doubtfire. The list goes on. But everybody who's a super conservative now is targeting people who are in drag because they publicly announce that they are homosexual. And because of that, they are a target. That is hypocrisy. Now let's look at the other side of the coin where I mentioned the cancel culture of the far left. Everybody getting canceled when they make a side eye at someone who's in a wheelchair or... If anyone makes some sort of a sly comment about a woman who is a sex worker, that being a prostitute or a stripper, uh, you're slut-shaming her, you're going to get canceled, blah, blah, blah. I'm so sick of that shit. Both sides of the aisle are insane right now. Nothing makes a damn bit of sense. And I'm getting attacked over here by people who listen to my show because I'm posting observations of the season of Lent. Because I observe Easter. And I am not telling you that you have to believe what I'm posting. I'm sharing what I personally feel. And if it reaches someone, great. 
If you decide to find Jesus on your own because of what I posted, great. But I'm not going to drag you into a church and force you to be baptized and force your family to undergo indoctrination like the church did in the old world with the Native Americans and call it manifest destiny. We have learned nothing as a society because we're turning around and doing the same shit again in the name of God. Or we're turning around and doing the same shit on the opposition to each other in the name of individual freedoms. We're going from people identifying as cats or identifying as some sort of an other, other type of animal or being transracial and wanting to be identified as Asian if they're white or a black guy wanting to be identified as Dutch because he moved into that territory. Uh, th that's a mental illness. It has nothing to do with preference. It has nothing to do with personal choice. You cannot impose upon other people and force them to identify you as a tiger if you're a human being. Because if that's the case, if you're going to identify as an animal and force society to bend to that, then damn it, you can't drive a car. You cannot go into a grocery store. You cannot have a phone in your home. You have to sit in a box and shit in it all day long, and that's your new life as a freaking cat. If you're an upright walking bipedal, you are not a cat. You're a human freaking being. If you're someone who identifies as a different sex, that's your personal preference. I'll accept that. I will absolutely accept that, and I will fight for you. But if you identify, claim to as one or the other sex, and then you go out and try to sue someone because they don't understand what you're doing or trying to convey, and you get triggered because they mispronounce what you represent, or you're a they, them, or a she, he, and you changed from Tuesday to Friday based on what you want to be called, and you're going after someone and threatening to cancel them, that's a matter of misinterpretation and misunderstanding. We need to stop and talk to one another and listen to one another. We need to get back to that. We've lost our minds on this planet. And I, I can't help but wonder how arrogant are you to think that you deserve to go through life with no one ever saying anything that you don't agree with or like? We need to change this hive mentality. We need to change the way we are saying things. I would love for people to stop saying that's offensive. We need to start saying, I personally found that offensive. Then the conversation can come in. Why do you find it offensive? This is the problem. We're not taking the time to find out why someone is personally offended by one thing or the other. We're just automatically canceling it. We're automatically labeling it hate. We're automatically labeling it one thing or the other. And that opportunity to learn from those things from other people is gone. Because then walls go up and no one gives a shit. That's all it is. You're just telling us how you feel about it. There's nothing, there is nothing intrinsically offensive about what you find personally offensive. It's like trying to make I'm offended sound important. It's no different than saying I've got a pain in my leg or my back hurts or I have a stomach ache. I believe you when you say those things and I'm sorry for your personal pain and suffering. The way you feel about something 
that you find personally offensive should never infringe on my personal choices or take away from another person in any way, shape, or form. If you don't like it, don't look at it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. If you don't like it, don't drink it, don't eat it. The list goes on. There was a school who visited an art museum in Florida. Don't even get me started on Florida. They have the worst leadership in the union. A principal had to resign because students were observing Renaissance-esque artwork, which for 500 years now has displayed the human figure nude. Everybody has some type of you know, if, if you're one or the other, you've, you've got a penis or a vagina or boobs or no boobs. That's science. That's fact. And because a group of kids looked at Michelangelo's David with his wanker hanging out, which has been the same way for 500 years, the school board lost their damn mind and the parents freaked out and the principal had to resign. This is where we are, people. We have gone way too far on both sides. Nothing makes sense anymore. If you want an abortion, that's between you, your God, and your doctor. I, for one, I don't want an abortion. I would rather my children not have an abortion. I would rather my wife not have an abortion. But if someone has to make a tough choice like that, the same people who bitch about big government, Got too much government control, then turn around and vote people in power who control a woman's body and right to choose. That sounds like big government to me. But the party who espouses to not be for big government is the biggest government at all, of all. I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. I just really felt the need to share this because it has really been bothering me. And I have friends and family on both sides of the aisle. And all they do is fight with one another. All they do is argue. I have family members who haven't talked to me since 2016. I have friends who haven't talked to me since we had a black president who I voted for. We're an ugly species. The human race is a vile creation. We've got to do better. Please hold for an important message. From one of my sponsors. Available to order now, my first audiobook, Neil Parks Presents Truly Terrifying Tales, narrated by me. It's ready to order and download on bandcamp.com. My other books, of course, are always available to order on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Lulu.com. You can also order t-shirts that I designed that I normally sell at conventions, festivals, lectures, and my book signings. I always have the 9-inch tall 3D printed Bigfoot silhouettes available, and last spring my first children's book was released. It was written by my good friend and fellow author R.L. Walker. I illustrated this book, and it was a major shift in gears for me, considering that my writing and art style has always been dark and scary. To order any of what I just mentioned, you can also go to my email, which is parksparanormal at gmail.com. That is parksparanormal 
at gmail.com. Standing by. Hi, I'm back. Thank you for returning after that commercial break and my long-winded rant. That's not it for this episode. I know I went on for almost 20 minutes, but there's still more to come. Starting with, what the hell is Congress doing? These ass clowns are spending all of our tax dollars, all of this time and these resources going after TikTok. And you know why? It's because they can't control it. It's because they can't stifle it. They can't censor it. They can't manipulate it. And another reason is because they're investors, the organizations and companies funneling money to these elected officials. Groups like Facebook, Google, Twitter, Instagram. I'm talking millions of dollars from these groups, from these other social media platforms and search engines being funneled to our elected officials. So they will go after TikTok, essentially using that to weaponize, I guess, their crusade against the truth. So many videos are floating around on TikTok that show the government for what they truly are. Our United States government on both sides, self-entitled candy-ass brats fighting for territory in a sandbox like a bunch of preschoolers. And TikTok shows this. Other social media platforms tend to water it down a bit, but not TikTok. It's because they're not owned by American investments and they can't be controlled by it. And I applaud that. It's one of the few places you can get actual, unfiltered, true, unbiased news is from that social media platform. So we have, uh, we've arrived at the 92nd day of a new, of our new year, 2023. We're 92 days into it. And early this week, we had our 129th mass shooting in the United States. They want to paint it as an issue with just mental illness or an issue with just the wrong people getting weapons. Fact is, no matter if the person is wrong or right, too many people are getting easy access to dangerous firearms. And the wrong people are getting all the access with very little background checks. You've got the United States government here throwing a fit because, well, they're pocketed by the NRA. And be damned if you have to fill out three or four more forms to get your AR-15 or your semi-automatic weapon of choice. But hey, Twitter, Twitter's going to pay for it. TikTok's going to pay for what they did, for what they're doing. And let's go after cross-dressers who want to read to children while we're at it. We're going to unite in a state like Florida and go after cross-dressers because they are trying to rape and indoctrinate our children, which is so totally not the case. Let's let those things slide like school shootings, but go after TikTok. The list goes on. Which brings me to one of the current events I wanted to share with you about the Mexican president posting a photo of what he claims is an elf. Mexico's president posted a photo on his social media accounts a couple of weeks ago showing what he said appeared to be a mythological woodland spirit similar to an elf. 
President Andreas Manuel Lopez Orbrador did not seem to be joking when he posted the photo of an Axul, a mischievous woodland spirit in Mayan folklore. Lopez Orbrador wrote the photo was taken three days ago by an engineer. It appears to be an Axulux, adding everything is mystical. The nighttime photo shows a tree with a branch forming what looks like a halo of hair and what may be stars forming the figure's eyes. Lopez Orbrado has long expressed reverence for indigenous cultures and beliefs. Engineers and workers are in the Yucatan Peninsula constructing a tourist train that is the president's pet project. According to traditional Mayan belief, Aluxes are small mischievous creatures that inhabit forests and fields and are prone to playing tricks on people, like hiding things. Some people leave small offerings to appease them. The ancient Mayan civilization reached its height from 300 AD to 900 AD on the Yucatan Peninsula and in adjacent parts of Central America, but the Mayas' descendants continue to live in the peninsula. Many continue speaking the Mayan language and wearing traditional clothing while also conserving traditional foods, crops, religion, and medicine practices. Despite the conquest of the region by the Spanish between 1527 and 1546. Now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Have you seen the crowds of kids, school kids right now, marching in the streets of Nashville since Monday morning? And currently this is Tuesday, April 4th. Thousands of school-age kids and their parents and concerned citizens have marched the streets for gun reform. And this is something that we have needed in this country for a very long time. When it is easier for a psychopath to bypass a background check and just fill out a form at a gun show to get an AR-15 in under 10 minutes than it is for some guy dressed in drag to read to school children at a library, or not necessarily school children, just children in general at a library, a public venue, when it's easier for a lunatic to get their hands on a weapon and take down 20-plus people or even more than four and within 14 minutes fire off 156 rounds of ammunition like what happened in Nashville last week. There's a problem in this country. The problem exists with its people, yes. And the problem exists with the wrong people getting the right amount of ammunition for mega-death scenarios that they want to unleash on the public. And our elected officials are so completely out of touch on both sides. No one in office gives a shit about us. No one. They're only interested in what money is funneled into their pockets and securing future positions of power. It's all a power grab. It's gotten worse with every decade. It is 2023, 
and we are still sending thoughts and prayers to the victims of mass shootings. Like I said earlier in this episode, we are into the 92nd, well now 94th day of a new year. And we've had over 129 mass shootings in this country alone. We have a gun problem. We have a people problem. We have a problem with the people in power not giving a shit, but only being interested in power grabs. For some reason, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the loudmouth idiot from Georgia, who was a QAnon conspirator, is in New York City right now because on Tuesday, April 4th, Donald Jackass Trump is finally being arraigned for being a career criminal. It took this long to happen. He is up on 37 counts of fraud. It took this long to happen. It's long overdue. The man's a career criminal. He's an insurrectionist. He's a traitor to this country. And I know I'm probably going to lose a lot of listeners again over this, which is fine. Because if you support Donald J. Trump, if you still have a Trump flag or Trump shirts or a Trump hat or a decal, and you are endorsing or supporting this insurrectionist, this traitor to democracy, then I want you to shut off my podcast and don't ever listen to me again. I don't want to entertain your insanity. I don't want to coddle the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Laura Broberts of this country. Because what we were founded on is exactly what these jackasses who claim to be for democracy are actually trying to destroy. I got a message from from a listener named I'll I'll just use this Samantha B. Her name is Samantha, but I won't give her last name because I'm nice like that. Her name is Samantha B. Let's just say that. So Samantha B sent me a message calling me a libtard, which for example, you're already mocking the physically and or mentally disabled by using the word tard or retard in any way, shape, or form. It's an, it's an old language. It's an old word. We need to move on and be better. But people like Samantha B, not interested in being better or trying to be different or trying to do the right thing. They just want to be assholes. So I'm going to read the message from Samantha B where she said to me, you're a libtard and you only vote for people who want big government to control you. That is the most ironic thing I've ever had sent to me because obviously she endorses a party, that being the Republican Party, who strives on being the big government that they themselves bitch about. How ironic is it that a party that wants to control a woman's right to choose... Something like I said earlier in this episode, I myself would not want to have to make that choice. I don't like abortion. I wouldn't want one. I don't necessarily want anyone in my family to have one. But I would not want to have to face a decision like that and have to make a choice. But it's that person's right to do that. Because you are not property of the state. We ended slavery. We ended ownership of a human being. So to say that I, as 
someone who votes primarily Democratic, wants total government control is idiotic, ill-informed, and ignorant because you're voting for people to take away the right of another human being to make a choice for themselves. You're wanting to keep people in power who want to infringe upon the rights of lesbians, gays, bisexuals, what have you. We are a country founded on democracy, on individuality, on freedom, individual freedom. Yet you vote for a party that stomps on that every chance they get without even a second thought. But hey, I'm the one who wants big government. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Samantha B. Oh, hell, I'll say it. Samantha Bernard. Thanks for listening to the show anyway, Samantha. I may have just lost you as a listener, but I'll gain 50 more because I'm taking a stand. Enough is enough. Our country is in a hot damn mess, and it's not going to fix itself. And you can pray to whomever or whatever you want, but unless you yourself take the stand to make the individual change, I'm a man of myself who believes in God, and God said that he will help those who help themselves. And if we as a nation don't help ourselves and get out of our own way, and make necessary change to save the lives of thousands of millions of people who are unarmed, then we're doing the wrong thing. We're not looking out for the best interest of our citizens. I kind of got, I kind of trailed away on what I really wanted to cover this week, but just all these messages I've received from these QAnon quacks and these nut jobs who are still supporting. A man who wouldn't piss on your teeth if your gums are on fire. Yeah, I'm talking about Donald Jackass Trump. What is wrong with you people who, with the people who still support him, who supported him to begin with, knowing full well his attitude, the language he uses against people of color, against minorities, against indigenous folks. I cannot wrap my brain around it. It's almost as if a select few of us have been shifted into an alternate reality where nothing makes sense anymore on any side, whether it be left wing or right wing. Native American proverb is, bird cannot fly without both wings. But if the nation itself is represented by a bird, both wings have been clipped. We're just flopping around on the ground. Uh, no one's willing to pick up the bird and try to help it, help it fly. We're just crashing into ourselves. It's not going to get any better until we get off our asses and do something to make positive change and stop relying on elected officials, constant failures and shortcomings to save us from anything. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen next week. Because we are so far behind culturally and ethically right now. It's going to take a miracle and it's going to take a huge movement to get the majority to wake up. And to get our rights and our lives out of the hands of power-grubbing ghouls like our elected officials. 
Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. Unparalleled Insider Access. Get it all. Introducing the SiriusXM Platinum VIP Plan. Our newest, most exclusive plan. Listen in two cars, plus stream anywhere with two app logins. Access a massive, exclusive library of live concert video and audio recordings through nugs.net. Have opportunities to experience live and virtual SiriusXM events, including VIP-only exclusives. Get all your questions answered by a dedicated VIP customer care team. Plus, get all the entertainment we've got. It's all included with your Platinum VIP subscription. Be a VIP. Call 844-711-8800 to learn more. Offer details apply. One login for activated vehicle. Not available in Canada. Well, this is a welcome change in mood. Uh, a story I really want to share with you pertains to what a group of scientists discovered in the Earth's hidden core. Hidden structure inside the Earth's core detected by scientists. Many remember science class as children when they were taught about the layers of the planet for decades. Students were taught that there were four layers to the Earth, the crust, the mantle, and the outer core. The inner core, however, new evidence suggests that there is more to the planet than just those four layers, and there was actually a fifth layer deep within the inner core, according to Science Alert. It is not often that science textbooks need to be rewritten, yet that may be exactly what will need to happen with this newest discovery. About a year ago, scientists first found evidence of there being another layer in the Earth's core. It had been speculated for years that there might be more to this planet, as some experimental evidence found inconsistencies with the four-layer Earth model. Now science and scientists understand why, with this newest breakthrough, the innermost layer of the Earth is estimated to be scorching hot with temperatures calculated to surpass 9,000 degrees Fahrenheit. The total volume of this layer takes up only 1% of Earth's total volume. To date, much of what scientists know about Earth and its inner core comes from what can be inferred from volcanoes and seismic activity. After studying the movement of long seismic waves through Earth's inner core, scientists were able to conclude that there may be another core located inside the inner core. Much about this deep center of the Earth remains unknown, with scientists still in early phases of discovery. There are a few theories about what would be inside the new inner Earth core. The outer layers of the Earth, the crust, the mantle, they are all made up of numerous minerals. However, the inner layers are composed nearly entirely of metals, like nickel and iron so far. Scientists believe that the new inner core could be made up of iron crystals with a distinct structural makeup. This new discovery is exciting for many scientists, as what goes on under the surface of the Earth can tell us a lot about the core and the planet's history. This new development also revealed a change in the iron structure of the Earth's core, showing that there were possibly two major cooldowns in the planet's history. It is important that scientists reach a better understanding of the Earth's long past, and it can help shine a light on current geological changes. The inner core can help reveal what the planet was like before humans came around. While this new development may 
not be met with much excitement from the average person, there are a lot of people to thank, and we all have a lot to thank to the Earth's inner core. The inner core is the reason the Earth can support abundant life. Convection from the Earth's inner core to its outer layer supports the magnetic field that allows the Earth's atmosphere to exist. This magnetic field also protects us from harsh solar radiation. There truly could not be life on Earth without the planet's inner workings and the core. With this new discovery of a deeper core, scientists can learn more about the planet that we live on. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Paranormally Speaking. I'm your host, Neil Parks. Sorry that it went a little long this week and I had a lot to cover and a lot to say. I hope maybe I helped change some minds, plant some seeds, and get some people to wake up on both sides of the aisle. Real change will not take place until we ourselves change from within. I'm more than prepared to take a stand. I always have been. But this new generation we have with Zennials and the later year millennials, they are the ones that are really taking to the streets and fighting for change. And I applaud them. I may crack on Gen Z a lot and millennials, but as me being a disgruntled Gen X, there was a lot more I could have done back then. There's a lot more my entire generation could have done to really stomp out the corruption, the idiocy, stomp it out before it got as big as it is today. We could have done more. We could have done something. So now it's your time. It's your turn, Gen Z and millennials. It's your time to lead us. I'm Neil Parks, signing off.